change one school rule. I think it's a risk of copying Mr. Getty and Mrs. McManus a couple yeah. of weeks ago. It's got to be bringing the school day back to 3.30. That last half an hour is a killer. Welcome back to the third episode of the ECS Experience. Me, Sam Raj. And me, Paddy, back again. We've got a guest on this week. We've got, introduce yourself, actually. Me? Oh, sorry. Um, Patrick. Um, my, name, my name is Patrick. I'm head boy. Um, it's a pleasure to be here. I feel like I've made it in life. Oh, you have. I've, I've got hit the top of the, uh, top of the ladder. When you get onto the ECS Experience, you know you've made it. I'm expecting brand deals next week. <laughs> <laughs> right. We might as well get straight into it. So obviously you've been at this school since since nursery, yeah. I have indeed. What um what made you stay at Yule all these years when you had those opportunities to move on? It's Yule Castle is very convenient. <laughs> Mostly convenient. I, live, convenient. I live two minutes down the road. I live two <laughs> minutes down the road. That's what I mean by convenient. But at the same time, it Yule Castle is such a place that you feel the effects of Yule Castle seven years after you've left, because the opportunities and the links you've got from your castle, which you take out into the world, are unlike any school that I've looked at, open mornings, open evenings, yeah, etc. Yeah, yeah. Because we've got so many different connections which get you into apprenticeships, jobs, um, university relationships, where you get fast-tracked through processes that I couldn't imagine having a better opportunity anywhere else. Do you think that that stems from the senior management team or the staff or just from the students and the culture that they create around the school? I think it's a balance. It's a mix of everyone. Um, there is, it's definitely down to, for example, the sixth form connections are mostly down to Ms. Manus, Ms. Getty, head sixth form. Yeah. But it's not just them. There's obviously teachers, for example, Mr. Waller in drama. Yeah. He, uh, last year, he brought a friend of his into enrichment who was a major Hollywood vocal coach and gave us so much wisdom from that. But, there's definitely, it, the relationship is definitely built from all aspects of the school. There is, it's... It's not one thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, I'm sorry, I couldn't put it to words, yeah. but yeah. Well, you're head boy. I am. So how was the process of finding out that you are head boy? And then very, how did it feel? Very strange, actually, because we were in lockdown at the time. Actually, it was May 14th. Um, May 14th. Not that I remember the day or anything. <laughs> But um, yeah, so May the 13th, I was actually not feeling too well. So I missed online school that day. So I, then I got an email from Mr. Getty and Mr. Manus that night, inviting me to a Teams, Microsoft Teams meeting, video call. The next day, I thought, oh God, I'm going to get told off for not, not uh, being in school yesterday. Well, being on virtual school. And we just had an enrichment session that afternoon as well. Yeah. And that overran for about nearly 40 minutes. So I thought, oh, God, they're going to be tired. They're going to be even angry at me. They were joined. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm <laughs> Thank the <you> boy. <laughs> so yeah, it was. It's an honour. It's an abs- It feels like I'm just a custodian of the role. Yeah. Because yeah, there's yeah. been countless heads of schools before me, and there'll be countless heads of school after me. And it's an honour and a privilege to know that one day my name will be on the board <laughs> in the castle underneath heads of school, and someone in 2050 will look at that and go, oh. 
Patrick <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I hope. That's yeah. what I hope anyway. What do you think? I go, oh, Patrick <laughs> What do you think that you did like different to previous head boys? Well, not justifying anything, but this has been an incredibly strange year. Yeah. We yeah. can't do anything that we would have done last year. Like, yeah. For example, last year, we were on the lead up to the Christmas ball. This was the best time of my school life. Yeah. Everyone was like, what are you wearing? Who are you bringing? What are you going for prees? <laughs> and this year is very, very much a, oh, it's Christmas. Oh. I know lockdown's ending this time next week. Great. But... <laughs> We still can't organise a ball, nothing like that, which is a little bit, little bit down. But I know we'll come out of this, and we've got the Leavers ball in July to look forward to with the gear above, who didn't get one last year. And oh yes, that's something very exciting to keep you motivated. Keep, keep what was the process towards. of actually applying for Headboy? Well, so outside of a COVID year, <laughs> it's you put in an application form, um, and then they have a heads of sick for senior prefect meeting with the senior prefects of the year above, and they say, ah. Oh, Pete's good here, but he's not as good there. Yeah. Bob's there, stuff like that. Um, whereas this year, I sent in the application and then we were shut within a week. So <laughs> I don't I don't know if they did any senior prefect meetings the year above. They might have done over teams or whatever. Yeah. But um we didn't have an interview this year. Normally it's an interview, which I hear from previous people is the hardest and most intimidating ten oh minutes God, of your life. I could imagine. Just uh, a grilling. Just a grilling from Miss Manus, Mr. Getty, Mr. Edmonds, and I think two deputy heads as well. Jesus. But it's yeah, so I'm I'm very, very lucky in that I didn't have to you do missed that. Very lucky indeed, yeah. Um so with with being head boy obviously comes a lot of responsibility, maybe mm. not that much actual power. What what would you do if you had that power and you could you could just change one school rule? Change one school rule. I think it's a risk of copying Mr. Getty and Mrs. McManus a couple yeah. of weeks ago. It's got to be bringing the school day back to 3.30. That last <laughs> half an hour is a killer. This is a, a running motif, it seems. It very much. It with, with the Sam Raj and Paddy podcast. We'll have um, to bring it up to Mr. Edmonds. I wonder. It's, it's just the last half an hour of the day, up to 3.30, I'm like, yeah, I've got energy. And then the last half an hour, like, that crash. I'm like... Oh. Do you, yeah, do you think you just don't really concentrate? You're no, just... I've got the most, my most academic subjects are in the afternoon. Oh, the last period. Period seven. So you're just waiting just for like, the day to end. I'm just looking at the board thinking, nothing's going in here. This is not a productive use of my time. Yeah. Nothing's going in. And it's, it's yeah. But I've only got one year left and then I'm off to uni. Like a Less year. than a year. Less than a year. I've got be gone, probably about eight months now. So. Well, you've been at your castle since reception, like you said. Yeah. Biggest achievements and biggest regrets throughout. Biggest except for the head, except for the head boy, obviously. Yeah. Biggest achievement that I've got goals and I've got ambition, and it's I know where I'm going with my life. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I absolutely don't. That's a complete <laughs> lie. I don't know where I'm going with my life at all. I've got two options, two massively apart options: teaching and event management. But. I somewhat know that I'm going down those two paths and that I yeah. feel because it really upsets me there's so many people sitting at home right now that are clueless especially in the COVID times they've got they there's no opportunities out there yeah. for people and so I'm just really really chuffed for myself that I've got the, you know what you want to do I know what I want to do exactly yeah, yeah. I'm more comfortable yeah exactly it just makes it just lets me sleep a little bit easier at night because <laughs> there's, just, there's just I know I've got somewhat of a plan something to aim for regret. my biggest regret <sighs> how truthful can I be no, I'm joking <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it's got to be 
that I haven't been, I haven't, that I've always dwelled. I'm very, very, sometimes I very, very much reflect back on the past. Yeah. And that's something I'm starting to learn that I can't do. Uh-huh. Going back in the past is such a terrible thing to do because you can't change it. That's a good point. The only thing you can change is the present. Yeah. You can't look at the future either. Kind of killing our question here, but... Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, I'm so sorry. sorry. Philosoph- I'm philosophical him. words from but, that boy. No, not even, not even. But um, I just, I'm just, I've started, especially during the first lockdown was when I started to really think. I spent about 10 minutes every day, not on my phone, not doing work, nothing. I just sit there and think. Yeah. What are you doing? Stop thinking about the future or the past. It's not happened yet. You can't do anything about it. Yeah. Stop being an absolute wally. But yes, yeah, so I'm. I'm. That's my biggest regret. Hundred percent that I don't focus on the moment. I think enough. no. I think anyone, everyone can take something from that. Mm. Um, well, we're in a little bit of a rush. People are trying to get in. Yeah, so it's a the last class outside. Last question. How how has the school changed and formed over the years? A lot of people ask me this question when they find out I've been here the whole the whole time. And I always say one question, one answer, sorry. Um, there, there's obviously been parts where changes that I've grieved have been like, oh my God, yeah, that's, that's amazing. Like, yeah, go on. <laughs> and there's, there's also been parts where I've been like, huh? But the way I look at it is that it's like a really complicated surgery in that the doctor sometimes has to break the bone more yeah, to make yeah, it better. Yeah. And I always think of that in that, so for, I, the way I look at the four o'clock rule is that They've got to do it to see if it works or not. Like you guys said, they yeah, can't yeah, have yeah. too much pride in going back on themselves. Um, they've got to do it and see if it works. And if it doesn't work, bring it back, like you guys said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, I'm not. I'm not. I'm a very vocal person. I've, <laughs> I've made my views very, very. Clear. We know very, <laughs> very, very clear about things I don't agree with. But something I'm very, very happy about is that we do get listened to. Yeah, we're yeah. not because oh, I know for a fact some friends' schools literally there's no point of having people's a people voice. Yeah, like you can say something, all right, yeah, whatever. So I'm very, very happy about that here. But um, sorry, I've, I kind of got off a tangent. What no, that's tangent? right. Was that was that was that it? Impassioned speech about impassioned speech. I got, I got a bit carried away there. I do apologise. No, that's right. Well, we're a bit rushed for time. I think uh, that was the most energetic guest we've had on. Was it? So oh. Thank you very much, Patrick. Appreciate it. Oh god. <laughs> thank you everyone for listening and um, tune in next week. Cheers. See thank ya. you.